A very good morning to everyone. Welcome to the Sunday service of Free Community Church. So today I shall do something a bit different. I just want to give three thanksgiving. First, I'm thankful for a hearty breakfast. So now I got energy to continue uh, serving in church. I'm thankful for the nice weather out there and I'm thankful this, for this space that we can gather together to worship God together. So today, no matter what your state of mind is, I mean, as we come together, May we just prepare our hearts for a call to worship. Come, walk in green pastures. We, we follow, follow the, the shepherd. Come, lie down in green pastures. We, we trust, trust the shepherd. Come, dine at the table of abundance. We are, we are fed, fed by, by the, the shepherd. Come, dwell in God's house. We live, live in, in the, the shepherd's, shepherd's care. care. Loving shepherd, you know our name. You care for us. When we face darkness and death, walk beside us. When we hunger for your love, fill us with your presence. When we are fearful, feed us at your table. May we, we dwell, dwell in the house of goodness and mercy all the days of our lives. Amen. Now let us join the worship team together for our time of worshipping together. Good morning, church. This morning, as we gather here, let's rise, shake our hands and feet a little for the praise of God. Whether you're home being embraced by your very warm blanket, or you're here being embraced by the warmth of church and the people around you, we are all embraced by the love of God. So let's turn it up, turn up the volume, and lift our sounds of praise.
hopefully with that everyone is awake so physically hopefully you are awake so with this next song let us sing together and i invite you to awaken your soul as well with god
what a powerful, powerful name Jesus is. Please be seated, church. Let us now leave our concerns to God in prayer. God, indeed, we give thanks to you, for indeed, you are wonderful. And a lot of times, we forget the wonder in our life. God, we lift up the G7 meeting in Hiroshima at this moment. The significance of holding the G7 meeting there is not lost on any of us for the atrocities that was committed in history and is currently being repeated again in the world. God, we pray for Ukraine, where the war has stretched to 14 months, that indeed nations in the world would step up and make the right decision. God, as we in Singapore keeps on complaining about the heat and humidity, let us also not forget those whose countries suffer from tropical storms. We pray for the people in Myanmar, for the life lost, for the homes destroyed due to Cyclone Mocha, as more than 400 lives have been lost. We also pray that the military do not deter help going to these people that need the basic necessities in order to survive. Closer to home, there have already been two executions due to death penalty, the latest just being 17th of May. Please remind us, God, that each life is precious. Each life is not just a life on its own, but it's tied to families, friends, and other relationships that a life lost actually impacts a lot more people. And though all this may seem so far from us, remind us that we, each individual, are your beloved creation that you love us all equally, that no matter what we do, we know that you are with us. And may we continue to place the sacredness of life above all things so that we know and we are people called to love. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Now we'll invite Pastor Pauline to come and introduce our speaker for the day. So good morning everyone. We are so, so excited, um, really delighted that today we have a guest preacher with us. Some of you may have remembered that last month we had Rabbi Miriam with us and today we have her spouse, <laughs> Rabbi Benny. Uh, they're both from the United Hebrew Congregation, the only progressive uh, Hebrew congregation here in Singapore. And Miak and I were so happy to 
uh, become friends with them over this um, year or so. You know, we're so thankful for them and for their friendship and the things that we could share and learn from one another. Um, and we are also really privileged that we get to have them, okay, for this, just this two months, uh, that it had to be last month and this month because most other Sundays throughout the year, uh, Sunday mornings, they have Sunday school. Uh, it's only these two months they happen to have Sunday school kind of wind down. And so they're able to be here, as they will be preaching also at the Evolution, right, the next two weeks, uh, our friend, friendly church as well. So we're very excited that uh, um, Reverend Benny can be with us today. I just want you to give him a warm welcome as I welcome him to our pulpit today. Today, I want to talk about stories. Stories and not history, although hopefully our stories are not disconnected from reality. Truth-telling, finding our own truth, is more than what, about the, about the, what the eyes can see. It is about what our hearts can open up to. It is how we make sense of our lives. We can look at scripture as history, and our curiosity then becomes, did it happen? How it happened? Did the Red Sea open? Can we find the archeological debris to confirm that? But that's missing a little bit of the religious spiritual point, which is what does that mean to me that seas can split that no one is sentenced to be as they are told that they are, and that freedom is no longer only a dream, but a real tangible experience. So today, this morning, I will be a storyteller with the purpose of having those stories be invitations to become part of your own. Stories of healing, Stories of getting to, as we say in Hebrew, the emet, the truth, the internal truth that we all, as human beings, seek every day, every second. Three stories in three chapters. But we first begin with the preface. And this story is a real story that happened to Lizzie Velasquez in the United States of America. Lizzie was born with a disease, a medical condition, by which her body is unable to accumulate fat. That led to her being bullied from as early as she can remember. But it culminated in her high school years, at the end of school, in secondary school, where she was on YouTube looking at videos, back when YouTube was a thing to do, now it might be something else, and she found in those related videos, to the right of the screen, a video suggested to her by the algorithm entitled, The World's Ugliest Woman. When she clicked on it, she was surprised to see herself. And she read the comments in below. Their parents, her parents should have killed her, 
is this a person or a monster? And I am sparing you of the worst. Lizzie was heartbroken. That happened in a way that obliterated, exploited, exploded her heart. What was she to do with that? What would you do? If the whole world, or at least the apparent virtual world, had looking at you and deliberately tried to hurt you on your body, soul, heart, and mind. Lizzie decided to make the best for her, which was to become an anti-bullying activist, as she still is today. That was the response that she chose. How, I don't know. I only hope that I would have a similar amount of uh, courage to do and respond that way. But that is what she did. And she writes extensively on her working theory, which is that only hurt people hurt people. And the fact that she was being hurt meant that she now had to help the hurter hurt less. There's a difference on what happens and a difference on what we choose to do with that that happens. That is the power of stories. The truth is that we all hurt. If you are like me, meaning a human being, you have been hurt. And yes, you have hurt others too. So this opportunity of being together in fellowship today is an opportunity for me to share stories of what to do with hurt and how to find God, to find light, and to find ourselves in God and light through those experiences. Chapter 1. The most traumatic event for the Jewish people, for the Israelites, for your ancestors. The event that changed everything of what it meant to be a religious person. Before this event, which was the destruction of the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, what meant to be a good religious person was a few times a year to bring animals to be sacrificed. As a vegan myself, I am quite pleased that we have moved on from it. But the destruction of the temple was the erosion, the implosion of all, of all that they knew to be an active religious life. If how you connect and, and connect with God is through animals, and now you cannot do that, what are you to do? So our story is from two ancient rabbis who happened to be walking by the fresh ruins, the fresh wounds that have fallen on humanity. One was called Yoshua, and the other one, Yohanan ben Zakkai. Yoshua and ben Zakkai are walking in the holy city of Jerusalem, and they walk past those ruins. Yoshua puts his hands in his head and says, Woe to us, 
the place where we ask for forgiveness is now destroyed. Ben Zakai said, do not worry, for there is a new way to ask for forgiveness and connect to God. Gemilut Hasadim, acts of loving kindness. Prayer, the prayer of today that you offer to God, is a consequence of the destruction of the temple. For instead of offering animals, our ancestors, our common ancestors, developed the worship of the heart. You sacrifice your heart since you cannot sacrifice animals anymore. From destruction, there can be construction. And if it's only, it is only from moments of crisis where lasting positive change can come. And so the question that the ancestors had was, how can we legitimate that? In scripture it says that in the holy temple there was a ner tamid, an eternal fire, an eternal flame that was always used to kindle the offerings. And they decided to, store, to tell a story that with the destruction of the holy temple, that eternal flame did not disappear. Its sparks spread around the world into each of your own hearts. That if you look inward, you will find that eternal flame, that everlasting eternal flame, as close of reach to you as your heart is. And if you don't feel it, remember that only hurt people hurt people. And sometimes we might be hurting ourselves because of our hurt. But know that that spark is always there. It's always been there within you. So the temple is destroyed and we become temples. Not only when you come to services at Sunday or my congregants come to services on a Friday night. Every day, every second, you are a holy temple. You might feel destroyed. Life is rough. But from that place, as the story teaches us, there is an opportunity of reconfiguring ourselves, retelling our stories, not because we avoid the destruction, rather because we embrace it. And so we embrace the cracks of our existence. We don't pretend that they're not there. And that divine light, God's presence flows, not in spite of those cracks, of those ruins, but because of them too. Chapter 2. A story from Eastern Europe. Baal Shem Tov, the one who has a good name, was a name given to a character in history that is debatably not existent, but to my point, matters less if it exists or not. The Baal Shem Tov was an important rabbi in all of the, those stories. And every year for the Jewish New Year, which we celebrate at some point in September, depending on, on each year, we blow the shofar, the ram's horn, 
which is a, a symbol of the redemption that we hope will come to each of us. So to play that instrument was a very important deal, a very big honor. So this year, as any other year, everyone wanted to have that role. The Baal Shem Tov, seated right where Reverend Miak, Pastor Miak is now, watching every one of the congregants come with the ram's horn, play it with somewhat of a success, and the Baal Shem Tov said, no, you're not it. One after the other, some were great, some were a little less great, but all didn't meet what the rabbi was looking for. Until everyone was gone, and despair was in everyone's mind. What are we to do? We need a shofar blower. So the Baal Shem Tov looks into all of the pews, hundreds of people who have failed the test, and points at the one person that has not tried. That person whose name we don't know for a reason is crying and refuses to come at first. He says, I don't know how to blow it. I am, I have lost my family. I am not in the right spirit for such prestigious honor. I am not the right person to lead the congregation in the most, in the holiest moment of the year. The Baal Shem Tov said, nevertheless, you should try. So the man gathers his courage, comes to the pulpit, and is unable to make any sound that would be deemed acceptable by most. And the Baal Shem Tov says, ha, that's it. That is our shofar blower. And now everyone in the congregation was either surprised, shocked, or angry because they could do it better, they thought. The man said, I have a broken heart. The Baal Shem Tov said, there is nothing more whole than a broken heart. There is nothing more whole than a broken heart. The word heart in Hebrew is live. It has two letters. If you invert those letters, you get to bal, which means nothing, nothingness. To feel heart-centered or to feel heart is a matter of nothing but perspective. It is a choice on how to read those very same letters. The Baal Shem Tov knew that to have a broken heart does not disqualify you as worthy of your role in the world. In fact, it can give you purpose. If you choose to look in your heart and embrace it, embrace yourself in spite of any cracks of existence that you might have, self-inflicted or inflicted by the world, by our families, by society at large. There's nothing more whole than a broken heart. 
from a broken heart, there are infinite possibilities of healing, but all of them have two characters in common, you and God. And in our tradition, we see God in each other, in ourselves, then there's only one character, the godliness that is you. The heart that is you. Your skill sets that are good, your shortcomings, all of them. Not in spite of your flaws, but through them. So now we arrive at chapter 3. And this is the story of Zusha, who was a rabbi known to be very pious. An example of ethical behavior, an example of a religious person. Every day he prayed constantly. He was a great scholar. He was just a role model to all that were able to study with him. Zushia found himself, as we all will one day, facing the end of his days on earth, facing his imminent death. And Zusha was compulsively crying. His students didn't understand his troubles. They said, Reb Zusha, you, you surely know that you are the righteous person that we have ever met. What can concern you? What are you afraid of? What could you be afraid of? Are you afraid that God will look in the eyes and say, Zusha, why weren't you more like Moses to redeem all that are captive? Are you afraid that God will look in your eyes and say, why weren't you more like Abraham, faithful, and leave behind what was to embrace a promise? What can you be afraid of? Zusha started to cry even stronger than he had. And Zusha said, no, I actually know the question that I will be asked. And that is the question that terrifies me. I will not be asked, Zusha, why weren't you more like Moses? Zusha, why weren't you more like Abraham? I am terrified because God will ask me, Zusha, why weren't you more like Zusha? The ultimate question for us religious folk of all streams is how can we be ourselves? But beforehand, we need to have the curiosity of exploring who is it that we are? Can we embrace ourselves completely? God is not looking for us to pretend to be someone else. God is not looking for us to have the nicest cars and nicest flats. That does not impress God. God is impressed by our adventure in spite of misadventures and becoming the best versions of ourselves that we can be with our flaws. Each of you, each of us, is broken by the fact of being a human. We will have shortcomings and others will also hurt us. That does not impede us 
from being the best version of ourselves that we can be. And if we dare to be the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be, then we, as the godliness that is within each of us, shines that little spark of the holy temple brighter and stronger than ever. And so we arrive with gratitude at the appendix of our storytelling this morning. I want to invite you to place one of your hands on your gut, on your belly, and the other hand on your heart. I want you to close your eyes if you're comfortable and to feel your chest moving, to feel your belly moving as your chest moves, our emotions, our heart center, ourselves. Notice your breath. Don't control it, but notice it. And say to yourself in your mind's eye, not aloud, but in your mind's eye, I am perfect just the way I am. I am perfect just the way I am. May God's kindness shine upon all of us. May we be brave enough to love in a world that might pull us apart at times. May we be kinder to our biggest enemy at times, ourselves. May we embrace the cracks and the destroyed bits of our lives as part of who we are. And may we indeed become the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. May that be God's will. Thank you, Rabbi. As we come to the Lord's table, let us embrace all the cracks and all the fractures of our existence and bring ourselves together with our broken hearts to the Lord's table. We gather each Sunday at this table, even though at this time we are not all physically together, the table of God's feast transcends time and space because God's love transcends all boundaries. So this table recognizes no boundaries. Here at FCC, we celebrate an open table. This means you do not have to meet any criteria. You do not have to be a member of FCC, and you do not have to be baptized. You only need to recognize that God's grace is sufficient. Good Shepherd, we take your care for granted. In the midst of your many blessings, we complain of not having enough. In the presence of danger, we fail to trust your binding love. And when we set a table before us, we turn aside from you. Call us back into your fold and help us trust your caring presence and provision that our actions may proclaim your truth. All together, please. Surely goodness and, and mercy, mercy shall, shall follow, follow us all, all the, the days, days of our lives. lives. 
God forgives our failures and calls us back into the flock. Oh, loving God, our good shepherd, we are the sheep of your pasture. You know us by name. We, we offer grateful thanks for your loving care. Open our hearts and minds to the guiding of your spirit in our lives. Lead us, Lead us in right paths that we may serve you in truth and action. Amen. God prepares the table for us, offering us a feast of abundant love. Our cups overflow with the bounty of grace, for our shepherd knows us as one no one else can. Restoring our souls, healing our brokenness, nourishing us with bread and cup for the life of ministry. We remember how Jesus, our shepherd, took bread and offered giving thanks, after giving thanks, broke it and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after the supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The stewards, please come forward and distribute this. Um, those who are watching online, can you please uh, uh, prepare your elements now?
Come to the table and feast with the shepherd. Let us partake of these communion elements together with thanksgiving. Can everyone stand if you're willing and able? And all together, please. God of God love, love, you, you abide, abide with us. us. Your loving, loving presence stills us. You provide us with all that we need in abundance. Help us love one another in truth and action. Help us give ourselves to those in need. Help us care for others the way our shepherd cares for us. May our lives reflect our wholehearted trust in our shepherd's everlasting love and care. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you and welcome once again to the Sunday service of Free Community Church, where free stands for First Realize Everyone's Equal. I'd like to thank Rabbi Benny for his sharing. Indeed, uh, all of us are living the stories of our lives, right? We are each the main character of our lives. Sometimes we like to think that we are heroes, but maybe we are the victims, or we are the villains, or we are just sidekicks, or we are just some NPC character that is like at the side of it and... But at least it's your own life, so don't... I hope you do see yourself as a main character of your life and not as a character of somebody else's life. I think that's a bit dangerous. But I think the most important thing is that please note that whatever character and whatever role you're playing in your own life story, it is not set in stone. You can still edit your own story, okay? So if you're feeling bad about what's happening, anything, please remember your story can still be edited and life can change with every choice that you make. So indeed, welcome once again to Sunday service of Free Community Church. If you are new to us, we would like to say a warm welcome, welcome home. If you are not so new to us but you still like to get to know us more, uh, please, or you have not ever signed up at the welcome form, please sign up at fcc.ly slash welcome. Uh, there's some information for you to fill up and then you can also join us at a newcomers meeting which is held once a month. This month's newcomers meeting will be on 28th of May immediately after service. Uh, you may just go behind or you may just sign up at info at freecomchurch.org. Somebody will reach out to you. It's a hybrid meeting. You will be sent a link if you're interested to join us. And now we've come to the giving segment of the service. Uh, FCC is an independent church entirely volunteered by the givings of the people and friends of FCC. So if you like to give, there are actually two funds. One is for the FCC General Fund, one is for FCC Building Fund. And as you know, uh, the interest, mortgage interest rate has been going up like crazy. So every few months we receive a letter to say that, hey, your interest rate has gone up. Yeah, but my pay has not. So how are we going to try and do this? So the idea is that we are trying, trying our very, very best to pay off the entire building fund so that we can start uh, to accumulate funds for the next uh, building project, which will probably be in like 10 years' time. But we need time to build up. So indeed, uh, we ask for your generosity to give. You may give by scanning the two QR codes or you may give by credit card at freecomchurch.give.asia. Uh, there's a platform fee of 1.5% and 
giving by credit card only goes to the general fund. So for those uh, on site here who would like to give, uh, you may raise up your hands later. But first, let us pray and give thanks. God, indeed, we give thanks to you for you are the author of the story of our lives. And a lot of times, we choose to not follow what the path that you've written for us. Because whether because of our stubbornness, whether because of our laziness, or whether because of whatever, we know that you are still with us throughout every day and every hour. God, we just continue to pray for a sensitive heart that we may be conscious of what you are calling us to do. You call us as FCC to be an inclusive church in Singapore so that all may know your love regardless, regardless of anything. God, we just continue to ask for your guidance and your wisdom in how we handle our funds, how we handle our resources, and we continue to ask for a generous giving from all of us that indeed all may know your love. In Jesus' most precious name, we pray and give thanks. Amen. Uh, may I invite the stewards to come and take up the offering? So this is the announcements of the service. First, TMART is back. Uh, TMART is a program that we actually do to provide uh, living essential uh, items uh, to the transgender community who may be in need, uh, who may be out of job, who may be, uh, do not have the necessities uh, to survive the daily lives. So there's two donation options. One is a group buy. You can pick the items and then people can consolidate. The team team will consolidate and there's no minimum to it. Currently, the new way to donate is that you can, we are also accepting cash donations. So you can just indicate how much cash you want to donate and then uh, the team team will actually just purchase the items on your behalf. For more information, you can go to fcc.ly slash T-MUT. The closing date for this month's collection is on 28th of May, and then the goods will be delivered uh, to the recipients on 11th of June, Sunday. If you've got any questions, you may contact Wendy at the above mentioned number. Uh, ACE, A-C-E, after church events. So, I mean, as church reopens, I mean, other than Sunday services, other than cell groups, other than ministries, uh, FCC has been quite a... I wouldn't say aggressive, but we have been quite uh, uh, proactive in trying to organize more after-church events so that you may get to know people beyond and outside of your comfort group, even within a church of 100 people. So, okay, so uh, the next after-church event is on 28th of May at 1pm. Uh, it's an introductory class to sketching of letters and shapes uh, held by, facilitated by one of our members. Uh, if you are interested to join this program, please send an email to info at freecomchurch.org. So this year is our 20th anniversary for FCC and we are actually in the process of uh, trying to have a 20th anniversary commemorative book. Uh, people have been submitting their stories, etc. etc. Currently, we have another uh, submission that we would like you all to participate in in this book. You can head, head over to fcc.ly slash 20 book or scan the QR code. There are actually 10 questions. I've looked at the 10 questions and it's like, who thought of these 10 questions? I'm not going to answer them. It's like, ah, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Just scan the QR code, look at the 10 questions, give your answers if you have answers to them. You can skip some of the questions if you don't have answers to them. Not more than 30 words. Next, besides answering these 10 questions where your quote 
may be included in the book. We are asking also for pictures, pictures, pictures of your hand. So these are the instructions. Take a photo of your hand, crop it to one is to one ratio, aka a square. Uh, name the file with your names or initials, and then you send the photos to projects at freecomchurch.org. The next slide will show you examples of our pictures. So don't everybody show hard, 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 lah. Very boring now, leh. Do something different. I mean, maybe rock, paper, scissors, or something. Yeah. So just do some hand gestures and take the photo in natural light. Can they write initials on their hands? <laughs> okay. Anyway, set, submit your pictures at projects at freecomchurch.org. Yes. Next, church retreat. Okay, I need to see this announcement. Church retreat, church retreat. This is the, our very first church retreat since pre-COVID, right? And then uh, it's actually happening very soon. It's on 2nd to 4th of June. For those who have not signed up, we will not see you there because you did not meet the deadline. But never mind, we have 100 plus people signing up. So for those who are there, uh, we'll see you there at 2nd to 4th of June. Uh, there will still be an online service, but not a physical service. So please remember, that's on 4th of June, I think. 4th of June, there will not be service here. So please don't come to church. All right? But there will still be an online service. You can still catch an online service uh, on YouTube. So there's a pre-retreat briefing on this, not, not this Thursday. Next Thursday, 8 p.m., the link is fcc.ly slash retreat briefing. So for those who cannot attend this retreat briefing, uh, it will be recorded, so you can you will be sent the link, regardless of whether you can attend or not. And the purpose of this retreat briefing is to tell you uh, the logistics and what to bring and what to expect of this retreat. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm not sure whether it's going to be a fun, fun, fun retreat, but it's going to be a spiritual retreat. So, uh, just. Be ready, yeah, ready your mind, your heart, your soul to come and participate in this, all right? So, uh, yeah, the, there's things to be done. Uh. So don't, don't, don't think that you're just coming there to, oh, okay, I'm just going to enjoy myself. But yeah, there's things to be done. Uh, the ferry ticket collection is today and next Sunday after service. The reason why we need to give the ferry ticket collection now is that because... Because it's a public holiday, actually, we had a very, very tough time trying to book ferry tickets for everyone. There's actually two, two ferry timings. People will actually depart by two groups because the Visak Day long weekend, the tickets are sold out. We are not be, we will not all be all on the same ferry. So a bigger group will depart at 12.15 and another group will depart at 1.15. So, I mean, groups, are, you'll see people that you know or at least you'll see faces that you know. So the returning Batam tickets will be distributed when we are over there in Batam. So the idea is that uh, Daniel will send out an email to talk about uh, the meeting place and all those because even for ferries, you need to be at the ferry terminal at least one and a half hours before, before boarding. So please remember all this because if you are left stranded in Singapore, there's no way we can bring you over to Batam. So please, uh, I, I'd like to give a big shout out to Daniel for organising this because it's really... It's like the logistics is a nightmare. It's a night, night, nightmare. Even though I'm not organizing it. It's a nightmare. I have to re-emphasize it. So do appreciate Daniel for all his hard work. And I do hope that everybody who is going to the retreat will enjoy. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's something that yeah, you want to be spiritual and all those, but it's also something that we hope that you'll get to know people outside of your comfort zone. So if you see me at the retreat, come and say hi. I promise I won't bite, even if you ask me to. But come and say hi, okay? 
I would like to get to know you better if we have time to get to know each other better. Okay, I will keep quiet. I will not bark also. What is it? Okay, uh, ferry tickets collection will be at the pantry immediately after service. So please go and collect your ferry ticket later. Next, the production ministry. We still need volunteers for the production ministry. So besides visual presenters that do the slides, everything that you see, the, maybe the two-minute pre- and post-service uh, videos, uh, we need the camera people. Every time when there's a live service, we need five hands online, uh, five hands on deck, five hands on deck, five pairs of hands on deck to man all the cameras. And then we, of course, need the sound people, we need the producer, uh, we need the producer, we need the producer. So if you want, please volunteer for producer duties because our producers are all like double hatting, triple hatting. So if you are interested, also sign up at info at freecomchurch.org. You do not need any skills at all, I promise you. You just need to go up, learn the steps. Anything happen, just call Gary Chan. Okay, next. <laughs> Seed, uh, seed. What is seed? Seed stands for settle easily, engage deeply. Actually, this is a kind of like a ministry for newcomers. Uh, if you do not know our church well, we would like to just kind of like give you seed to introduce to you uh, what SEC stands for, what's the structure of SEC, how is SEC organized. Seed uh, is run every quarter. Season 14 will be starting on 28th of May. So 28th of May is a very busy Sunday at 12 p.m. So if you're interested, please send an email to info at freecomchurch.org. Next, we'll ask... Oh, still a lunch, Kaki. <sighs> today, a lot of announcements. Sorry, longer than you're sharing today. <sighs> lunch Kaki's. Okay, lunch Kaki's. Today's lunch Kaki's are Gordon and Angela. Alright, lunch Kaki's is an initiative uh, to allow people who are new to us, who do not have people to go for lunch with, but would still like to have lunch and still like catch up with some people and get to know... A a, a bit more people and a bit more about church. You can join the lunch khakis immediately. They'll be uh, behind the church. And then, yeah, you can join them for lunch. Usually, we just go downstairs the coffee shop for lunch. Next, I'll invite Pastor Pauline to come and give the next announcement. So, thanks, Jamie. Well, isn't she hilarious? I'm sure you get, want to get to know her more, right? So, the retreat is a great opportunity for her, for you to get to know her as well as each other. Okay, there are many of us who will be there. So, uh, if you remember, uh, last month we had the opportunity to co-host an IFTA uh, together with Kwasa, which is a LGBTQ-affirming uh, Muslim group of friends. And so we were always very happy to um, join together to co-host uh, interfaith uh, efforts like these. And so we also had uh, another interfaith um, group, which is a Buddhist group, and they're also an LGBTQ affirming group called Rimbodi, and uh, they were there at the meeting that we had last month, and so we are also planning something uh, in June. So this will be on the 10th of June, it's the weekend just after the retreat, uh, and, we, and if you have always wondered what the significance of Visak Day is, you know, and you want to hear a little bit from our Buddhist friends uh, for them to share um, the significance and the meaning to them, come. Join us for a meal together. Uh, we'll be uh, having a fun time, just getting to know one another and learning a little bit more about each other's faiths, okay? So if you want to register, you can either use the QR code. If that's a little bit too small, there's a short URL that you can actually uh, key in. So sign up uh, and join us, all right? That's the 10th of June. Right. And this month, uh, and this Sunday is uh, also our birthday Sunday. So you see, we actually have a lot of May babies. Uh, yeah, wow, look at that. 
Okay, so we have all our May babies. Uh, some of you, your names may not be up there uh, because this is just follows our membership role. If you're not a member at the moment yet, your name may not be up there, but you're still important to us. We would love to pray for you uh, as we celebrate your life and the gift of you in our community. So I just want to invite, if there's anyone, I know Jimmy is here, <laughs> uh, and Sean is here, right? So if you're here in person, I'll just like invite you to just come up so we can all pray for you together and celebrate your birthday together, okay? So will you come up, right? So those of you who see your friends who are there, you know, please just gently encourage them to come up. If your name is not there, but it's your birthday in May, please come up as well. We'd love to pray for you and to celebrate you. Come, come. Come, Randy. Yay, yay, yay. How come only the two of you? <laughs> yeah, Miguel, Miguel is coming. Come, come. You get to represent everybody. La. <laughs> come, come, come. Thank you, Celeste. Don't fall, Celeste. <laughs> yeah, I know, because of the... All right, thank you so much, Celeste. You did so good. Sing now, quickly. Okay, uh, are we going to sing? You want to sing? Uh? Okay, la, let's sing. La. Okay, we very long never sing. Okay, let's sing Happy Birthday. Ready, go. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday. Happy, happy Birthday to you. Yay. Okay, you get to flap out the candle. Since... Yeah, you're clapping. Come together. <laughs> Yay! Good job. Well done. Okay, yeah, post pandemic, huh? now we only clap. Huh? Okay, so shall we pray for our dear siblings <laughs> before you go? Let's pray for them, okay? So, God, we are thankful for life and for how you breathe your life into each one of us. We thank you for our siblings who are celebrating their birthdays this month for the remembrance of their life and how they are a blessing to us in this community. God, I pray for each one of them, those names that we do know, and also those that we may not know of, that God, you will continue to allow your blessing to rest upon them, that you continue to allow your wisdom, your love, your grace to surround them, that you surround them always with people who will walk with them and to support them in their walk with you. And so, God, we thank you for them and for all that they are to us. We pray that as a community that we can continue to be a support to them as well as we walk together towards wholeness and healing in Christ. And so, God, I just want to commit each one of them into your loving care, into your hands, as we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, and now, as we close the service, I'm going to invite the worship team back up to lead us in the last song before the benediction. Oh, thanks for rising. Okay, alright, um, yeah. As God's rain is pouring down once again, let us... Have our voices and praises go up to the one and only God.
praise God. God, you have showed us over and over again through the many stories of human history that you are the God who can bring up construction out of destruction, that you can bring healing out of brokenness, that you're doing an amazing work in each of our lives so that we can be the best version that you have made us to be. And so that through that, your light, your love, can shine through our lives into this world that sorely needs your presence and your love and grace. So now go. Go as God's people who carry God's light in you in the midst of your brokenness, in the midst of knowing that there is wholeness. Know that our God of wholeness, our God of love, goes with you now and always. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us for service today. Go into this week and know that God's presence goes with you. God bless you.